Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast for East Lake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and with me is the teaching pastor, Brent. Hey, guys. Hello. It is hot, hot, hot. It is. We had an amazing, amazing thunderstorm yeah. last night. We're feel, we're recording this on uh, on Tuesday. Yep. Monday last night was like the sky was red. Mm-hmm. The rain came in. It was like a flash flood. I think it rained more in Pasco then, because in Kennewick it definitely didn't really rain at. Oh really? At oh all. yeah, it downpoured yeah. where we were at. Um, it did not downpour. It did rain, but it was mostly and it was mostly just like lightning. Tons of lightning. Yeah. And like I saw a couple strikes just fully in the clouds, and I was like, "Yes, this is awesome." <laughs> yeah. And then this morning we were at the house, and uh, our Apple TV screensaver um, mm-hmm. is a bunch of pictures of like really cool natural things, and you know, either natural forests or downtown Abu Dhabi or whatever. And it was Abu Dhabi, and it had um, it was uh, like this waterway with all these skyscrapers and all that kind of stuff. And Kylie started talking about how, hey, buddy, you know how we had that big thunderstorm last night? Like, they have these sandstorms there. And, and you have to get out of this, you know, out of, you got to get inside or else it could be really damaging to you. And mm-hmm. these these sandstorms are like tidal waves as high as these buildings, which scared the bejesus out of our kids. So <laughs> it was a great example to be like, you know how you were scared last night? <laughs> there are people who live in 10 times scarier things than that. I mean, like, that happens in Arizona. So, yeah, well. <laughs> We had pictures of Abu Dhabi. Yeah, my cousin so. just moved to Arizona, uh, like earlier this, year, maybe late last year, and she just recently posted some like a sandstorm that came through. So yeah, yeah. And Kylie was like, "And these these waves of sand, they're like fifty <laughs> feet high." And I'm I'm over there making eating my cereal, going, oh, "I gotta Google that. That doesn't sound right." <laughs> maybe not. Uh, that feels really high. What are you talking about? Like a tidal wave? Come on, girl. <laughs> These kids have to sleep tonight. Oh man, uh, that's funny. How was your week? It was all right. Yeah, pretty good. Good. Checking I uh, I took the uh, some a couple of the kids up to our. We did a family camp out this weekend, uh-huh. last weekend, uh, up in Cleelum area, a place called Samuel Sack, but nobody ever knows what that that, that is. So, but basically, you can float down this uh, this really insanely cold river. Usually it's like 100 degrees out, 95 degrees out. And so it like makes sense because you get in, you're like, wow. Um, it was so cold. It got into like the 40s at night oh, and no. in the daytime peaked at like 73, 74. And oh. so that was a very ice cold uh, yeah. river. You said it was like just thing. above freezing, right? Uh, yeah, well, at night. Oh, yeah, yeah. The water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It feels like it. I have no idea what yeah. it is. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was it just melted from yeah. some snow somewhere. So, yes. <laughs> It was genuinely freezing cold. Yeah. And uh, so we spent a lot of time, uh, you know, not as much time in the river and, mm-hmm. and more time out just eating, you know, waiting till the next time you eat and mm-hmm. glad we're eating again, that kind of thing. Uh, and then around a campfire and nice. just talk and sharing stories. And uh, one of the stories got shared from my dad who had his best friend now who's now retired from Boeing over on the west side. Mm-hmm. And so they both own campers now. They're both like talking about traveling the world and visiting the national parks and blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm-hmm. My dad's not retired yet, but pre- getting pretty, pretty close. Yeah. And his best friend is. So he kind of is now at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they were talking and they shared a story about how a couple of years ago they were out rafting this exact same river. And they're, they were rafting by these the, this group of girls that were on the beach. And one of the one of the girls goes, "Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Can you guys help us?" And my dad's like, "Yeah, yeah. What's what's going on?" She's like, um, "Do you know if this thing comes back around at this point?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> With a straight face, like a lazy river, Megan. Oh my god! 
Does this come back around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, it does. Just, <laughs> it's going to take a while, though. You got to ride it for a couple miles. And then this thing comes back around. That's, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So brilliant. I was like, I wish I was there just to yeah. look at them and be yeah. like, are you kidding is this me? real? Are you, is this real right now? You're asking yeah. me this. Yeah. Clearly a Seattleite who's like, hey, you know, it'd be cool to go up in the mountains for a weekend. It doesn't have to be a Seattleite. Oh, I work with enough was. high schoolers to she know. She was driving a Subaru. Oh, Were they I'm adults? Uh, like uh, college age kids. Yeah. Okay. That's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> For sure. Let's go in the mountains and take pictures. Anyways. Um, Did you know that that like voice stuff is called vocal fry? Did you know? That? No, I didn't. Yeah. So when you're like, oh my gosh, I just. I'm, like, I'm that's frying called, my own that's voice? vocal fry. Oh, I'm frying them with I, No, voice. just like that way of talking. F-R-Y, like a I french fry? Oh, so, all right. I just know that that's what it's called. All right. <laughs> Anything else in the random category? Anything um, else exciting happening in life? We got NBA playoffs. We got that's true. NHL playoffs. I don't yeah. know if you're into hockey. Not really, but. Uh, we've got, uh, like, it, this is supposed to be fair week, I believe, this week. <laughs> the, um, and oh, that's not happening. All those, um, all those FAA kids. I know. I wonder what the band Sticks is going to do with when you don't have <laughs> fairs to go play at. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's another good band? Who in, 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 do you remember who we were supposed to have? I always I feel like at the beginning. Of the I don't year, look. Like, I don't usually look until like fair week, and then yeah. I'm like, who's there? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know any yeah. of those people. I'm not gonna go. So, um, yeah. I mean, I applied to a couple jobs last week. Yeah. So fingers crossed. So if you're out there listening and have any sort of say in the <laughs> Pascal School District, uh, uh, yeah, hire my friend <laughs> Megan. She's great. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and then um, I think the official and I, you know, we're, we're doing school from home. We know that yep. we just mm -hmm. found out that all of our kids are getting Chromebooks. That's exciting. Which is exciting. Yeah. Um, because they've been absolutely destroying our uh, computer equipment for the last <laughs> several years. So uh -huh. if they can destroy the school yep. district's, you know, equipment. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. I have no uh, idea. If, is that a rental thing? Like, do, we, um, do I have to yeah. pay if they break it? Uh, Probably. I mean, I would assume I, I do. don't know. I don't know exactly how oh, that okay. works. Um, I think there might be some sort of like library fee rentally. It's like it is yeah. a little bit like a rental because they like check it out. It gets checked right. Out and we have them. to check it back in. Right. Um, but like most I don't know that you'd have to like pay outright. It okay. might depend on what actually Because London got into a cello last year. Mm -hmm. And we went to go rent her a cello and it was going to be X amount of dollars. And by the way, not only is it that, is if it come back damaged, then you're going to pay additionally to that. Mm -hmm. I just figured, well, at that point, A, it's coming back damaged. Like something's yeah. going to happen to her. She's hauling it <laughs> in and out of school each week. So there, you're going to find something. Yeah. And at that point, is it not just better to just buy this stupid thing, you yeah. know, use somewhere else? And yeah. so that's exactly what we did. But yeah, um, yeah, because I just don't. I don't trust you, my kids, Megan. That's what it yeah. is. It's really what it comes down to. <laughs> I have a low level of trust in terms of all of our stuff. And, and I, yeah. have a, I have a full track record. I am not prejudiced in any way. No. I have a full track record. <laughs> I have receipts for all of my prejudice Yeah. In when it comes to not trusting my kids. And so. their ability to take care of your thing. Yes. <laughs> I, I, li I literally looked at Kylie the other day and I was like, can you imagine like someday we're only going to have to clean up our messes that we make and our mistakes. <laughs> Like I, London, um, left, she made some cupcakes uh -huh. and I don't know why she made them. Uh, and I'm, I'm airing out a dirty family laundry to <laughs> all of you, whatever. This is a counseling <laughs> session. I signed up for it. Um, she made cupcakes and put the fr leftover frosting in a garbage can in her room 
upstairs frosting which is like why are you leaving food products in a garbage can and then you leave well no this is the problem then at some point i went to go wake her up mm-hmm. and i left her door open oh. and then the dogs got in there and made oh. an absolute mess yeah. and she came downstairs saying why did you leave my door open <laughs> the dogs got into the garbage everywhere and i said why is there anything in the garbage worth getting into for the dogs? <laughs> well, we made some frosting. And I was like, with Madeline, Madeline came over a month ago. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Why? And I, and I remember like looking at Kylie going, someday we're going to always make dumb decisions and we're going to have dumb messes yeah, to uh-huh. clean up. But it's different when it's my dumb mess. Yes. When it's your dumb mess and you go, why did, and, and then you try and blame it on me. Like, why did you leave the door open? <laughs> I said, get in the car. Go. Go ride your bike. I'll clean it up. Oh. It's been a fun week, Megan. Hashtag fatherhood. Hashtag not going back to school. Just still hanging around. You can do it. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Thanks. I feel like, yeah. With no kids, you have no skin in the game telling me I as a parent can make it, right? You are a teacher, so I will give you half credit. You get half credit. And Kylie's like, Brent, you're not even home. You work. Yeah. You also, Brent, get, you half also get half credit. She's listening right now on her walk. Anyways. Yes, very fun. All right. Uh, on Sunday, we kicked yeah. off a brand new series. I'm excited about it. Called Either Or, a series on decisions mm-hmm. and decision making. We highlighted a uh, parable in uh, Matthew chapter 21. It's interesting. This parable only appears in Matthew. Um, it doesn't appear in any of the other Gospels, which uh, can, can slightly make it unique in that I think at one point Jesus has these harsh words for the religious leaders and reminds them once again, he'll say it over and over again, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are getting ahead of you. And lo and behold, what was Matthew? A A tax tax collector. collector. So it was almost like a, maybe a, like a self, uh, like I remember this because it involved me. uh, And as I, you know, recollect and write these things down years after they happened, this is one of the stories that perhaps maybe I was only privy, only one privy to that could be the case. Like maybe, you know, John, Luke and, and, Mark and, and Peter and all them weren't a part of this conversation. I'm not saying that everywhere was everywhere with Jesus or whatever, but um, it is, is unique in this way. The story, the parable goes that a father has two sons, says go to work in the field. One says no, and then eventually changes his mind. One says, yeah, I'll do it, and then doesn't do it. Uh, and it's that idea of, you know, um, which one did the will of the father? That's the question. And then obviously the 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 response is the, the person who actually did it mm-hmm. as opposed to just talking about yep. doing it and then deciding to do something and, and then and then moving forward with that. So we're going to be looking at it from three different angles. Um, uh, we, we're looking at it from the idea of decision making mm-hmm. in week one. We're going to be doing self-deception in week two with the this, this Sunday, which is basically the danger of telling yourself, yes, I'll do it and then yep. not doing it mm-hmm. and then all the things that go along with that. Uh, and then follow it up in week three, changing our mind, the difficulty in changing our mind. Yeah. So super excited about this yeah, series. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm pulling a bunch of stuff from Kierkegaard, Soren Kierkegaard, a Danish philosopher. Um, and, but I'm, fancy. But I, but I thought I couldn't do like, hey, this is going to be a series on the works of, of Soren Kierkegaard because you just <laughs> wouldn't even tune in. Not that you're tuning in anyways. We're seeing these <laughs> summer numbers definitely shine through. This is Brent preaching into the ether at yeah. this point. <laughs> And like a couple of people going, dude, hey, did you know I watch you? Like, uh, this is crazy. I know you don't think that anybody does, but um, 
So <laughs> instead of doing that and then really isolating a bunch mm-hmm. of people, talking about decision making, we always make decisions. In fact, yes. decisions are being made every single day. Uh, we're dealing with decisions based on politics. We're dealing based on school district stuff. Um, we're dealing with it um, in in terms of did I just say politics? Did yep, I say you did. that? Okay, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I was. The thing that was happening in as part of this decision that I cut out of my talk on Sunday was um, Biden's pick of a VP, yeah. which uh, felt like like two days before the national convention. It was like yeah, it so was late mm-hmm. in terms because they started last night and it felt like um, I don't want to make a decision um, because we're in this like state of mindset right now where if I plant my flag and if I make a decision, it's open for critique. But if I can delay it as long as yep. possible, then there's less chance to screw something up. Right. I mean, that's why you don't tell people what you're going to name your child. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you don't, you're like, I don't want to say that. You're like, oh, that's it. I mean, that's how Clive, that's what happened with yeah. Clive. Right. Let me tell you that. But yeah. Kylie goes and she goes, yeah, I think we're going to name him Clive. And my uh-huh. mom goes, oh, I think I might be able to get used to that or oh something like gosh. that. She's so sweet. Like, it's so fun. She did it in such a nice way. I'm not like berating her for it. But it was definitely one of those things afterwards yeah. where Kylie's like, I think I just probably shouldn't have told anybody. Yeah. Like, people yeah. are like, absolutely. Naming your child is a prime example of yeah. waiting until the last minute because I don't want to hear your critique you about wait it. Until once it's the already in, already named. once yeah. it's already in and there's no change in it, then you seem to be more open to it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But if there's a chance that I could still retract it or mm-hmm. change it or, ooh, do you sure you want that for a VP? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look at her domestic, you know, she yeah. was a prosecutor for a while and her, da, 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 mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, then then we're just so, we're so risk averse in that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And there's a sense in which uh, this, I wanted to go into this, but I felt like it was too sideways and it was, yeah. it was interesting, but not like actually relevant to our talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but, that's absolutely true. And there's a part of me that also thinks in those moments, just tell us what you want to do and then give us the max amount of time to find recourse to do this. And that was part of the frustration with the school district thing too, of being like, <laughs> just tell us what you're going to do. Like we, yeah. we kind of get it, but just tell, tell us. us. Yeah. And then we'll figure it out. Right. Yeah. I mean, of course we're going to throw grenade bombs and critique and be angry and frustrated, yeah. but like, this is what's going to happen. So like, let's just do it. And then, you know, figure it out i know like in in their defense they also didn't know what the they're heck hopeful was going for on yeah yeah absolutely either. yeah so, i'm not like, I, yeah. trust me please i'm no, not yeah i know i know you're not I'm you just... know me i'm just saying that's the <laughs> that's the attitude that we have that yeah. just that I, I use that as an example because it feels relevant in the moment although we do it on so many different levels oh for sure and like i know like last like in november so november 2019 um, there was some like changes in like sub hours in one of the local districts. I won't name it specifically. And they informed. I have a 33% guess. <laughs> and they informed their subs like four days before it was going to go into action. I remember this. And this three was... of those days were holidays. Yeah. So, um, like. And they got tons of flack for yeah, it Yeah, because, because they didn't give people time. Right. To exactly. figure it out. But they didn't give people time because they didn't want to deal with. I know. The backlash. Right. right? And so, but you, you can't do that to other people, like to people. So, yeah. 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 I, uh. I've been listening to um, Andy Stanley. Uh, he's a pastor at North Point Church in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, he's my favorite communicator from a church standpoint. Um, and I would recommend that you go listen to him. Other than the fact that when you listen to him, you're like, oh, Brent rips off of him all the time. So <laughs> that's like as 
it's dangerous for me to tell you that, but <laughs> he's doing a series right now on leading through leading through uncertainty mm-hmm. and uh, talking about you know if you're a leader in in times of uncertainty, here's what here's what your people need from you, and they need clarity, right? They need they need you may not have confidence in what the decision is, or you, it may not be completely. Um, uh, I, I I know this for a, for a fact or whatever that word that I'm looking for is, but you can speak with clarity on, mm-hmm. on some things. And then humanity was this last Sunday. He had a, did a great job on that one too. That's so. a, like that article about the women leaders, like the countries that have like kind of handled COVID best have had women leaders. Mm-hmm. And I think you shared it on I the did, podcast, yeah. but they talked about all those things. Like women leaders do these things really well, which is why they're able to kind of handle these situations in a w- different enough way that it, seems to be working better so yep absolutely kylie's i can just vouch for my own personal marriage uh in that (laughs) kylie is way better at that stuff than me i will delay it i delay it just to see if there's anything that could possibly change in it and uh and and my excuse is always and the excuse of anybody that's in this position i'm just trying to make the most educated decision possible i'm Mm -hmm. trying to gather the most information and then do it and then but then there's also a point when you go this just is an inevitability at this point you're just delaying it because you don't Mm -hmm. like pain and so uh yeah that's absolutely true i also so that was one part of the piece i'm talking about this is Sunday, either Saturday night or Sunday morning. I mm-hmm. cut like half the message. And yeah, it was a little short. Part. Yeah. So um, and John Inman should be happy. The, uh, the other part <laughs> uh, never is. But yes, just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to go further into the idea of to dis- to not decide is to decide. Yes. I use the illustration of the, f- the freeway. You have a choice. You can either take this exit or not take this exit. But you do need to make a choice because at some point to not make a choice is to make a choice. Yep. And uh and that's a true in like the dating world is this idea of, are you going to ask me to marry you or is this all just fun and games? At some mm-hmm. point it's like, Hey, this is great. But like, I, I'm going to need to have something. Are we setting a date or just enjoying being engaged? And I said that there are times and arenas where we've come to accept and even prize indecisiveness, mm-hmm. especially in the area of mutual indecisiveness. When you talk to people who are in a relationship who say, Oh, we like the independence our indecisiveness brings and won't allow the external expectations of others to pressure us into some sort of prescribed pattern of doing things. And we don't need a piece of paper, however I mean, legal it I is. I call to tell BS, us that. but yes. So, <laughs> but, we, but what we do is we, 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 we prize mutual mm-hmm. indecisiveness we make this a a uh, a thing of independence we couch it in all these terms that are are um, user friendly um, and it's all fine and good except it trains us to appreciate and over appreciate fluidity and pay more for month to month leases than 12 month leases because we're like well we just don't know if we're going to be here in six months or three months right and and what if what if what if and um so there was there mm-hmm. was some some avenues in there of factors that come into our inability to act decisively and to leave, uh, leave a rock. Cause eventually, uh, it gets dark and it gets cold and you either have to jump off that rock or you got to get back in your yeah, car and go that's, home. He's referencing, if you didn't listen to Sunday, oh, he yeah. made a, like a, cliff had a whole cliff jumping Metaphor. analogy yeah. that he used for the making decisions process. And it's true. Like to not make a decision is to make a decision in a lot of cases. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, like you just aren't, taking ownership of it at that point which is which is worse like who is the person in your life that is that voice for you personally megan of like make a choice yeah just like pushes you to like to actually just go do it 
do uh, it or not I do mean, it. can I just say myself? Like, yeah, that's fine. If it is you, if you're the most personal motivator, that's great. Yeah. I think I'm a pretty decisive person. I don't think that person. you struggle with this. Yeah. Pers- I mean, from my observation. I'm like, there's yeah. certain arenas that I'm not very decisive in, but they're usually like not important. Like I don't really enjoy making food choices all the time or like stupid things like that. Right. But in, when it comes to like actual real choices, I'm pretty decisive. Um, and I don't do well with indecisiveness. In Is that the either. most frustrating thing about working here at this a church? <laughs> Is on Mondays when we me, can't decide lunch and yeah. we're like, whatever Megan wants. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, just pick something. Yeah, I know. I, I'm i getting over it, though. Like, I think once I realize you really don't care, I'm like, okay, fine. I'll we genuinely choose. don't care because yeah. we've never, we've because ne- that's the frustrating one. Yeah. You go, I don't care. <laughs> How about this? Nah, I don't feel like Chinese. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> I don't feel like that. Well, yeah. then you do care. Yeah. <laughs> So quit acting like you don't. No, we don't have to do that. Yeah. We're always like, sure. Now that Brent, I know that Brent and Andrew really don't care. I'm like, oh, I can make that choice yeah. if I want to. It's but all... sometimes I'm like, I don't want to choose today. Somebody else has right. to. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I'm, and I've never done well with like people who perpetually complain or like, you know, all of that, like make a choice, like say something to make it change, do something to leave the situation or get over it. Like make a decision about what you're going to do moving forward and stop like perseverating on this thing that's bothering you. Right. Or whatever it is. Right. I'm not, I'm a pretty decisive person. I make a choice. I move forward. Um, so yeah, I'm not, it's not usually an issue for me, but like there's, there's always times and things that you're like, I don't know, what if I do this? What if I do that? Um, but I don't usually live in that space for a very long time. Yeah. Who's that for you? Oh, it's not me. <laughs> so that's where we're different. I would say, um, I would say I'm like middle of the road. Cause I definitely see other people who are are far more like this and that do, it does drive me crazy about their personality and so I, i'm frustrated enough to not have this be too much of a negative but i'm not like a i, I don't necessarily i'm not a driver in this either um but i am usually a person who when the decision is made then i'm i'm in and and we you, you know i don't backpedal or mm-hmm. or yeah. rethink about what could have been um or whatever else i'm usually like this is what it is and, and we move forward i mean kylie's definitely been a driver uh, of that um i think that my dad and mom are more like me probably i think that's probably just a family growing up thing so um yeah i don't know yeah but what you got some notes there i see Um, on your phone mostly i was just like making sure i remembered things you were talking about but also when you were talking about the cliff jumping thing i remembered the scene from the animated tarzan movie in the like early 2000s Mm -hmm. when they're He's like, anyway, Tarzan like jumps off a cliff, right? And he's like, yeah. And then he gets halfway down and he's like, ah. Totally. <laughs> but yeah. like. Nothing you can do at that point, nope. right? Yeah. <laughs> but he made the decision and right. then like he hits the water and he does what he wanted to do from jumping the cliff, right? And I don't know. So it was, I, I just was kept thinking about that when you were talking about it. And Absolutely. That is a, is a funny image. Yeah. And then I also like the. There's a lot of sayings about making choices. Um, particularly, I think they get used a lot with like relationships and like, you know, so there's like, you know, the inappropriate one of like poop or get off the pot or like. <laughs> That's the edited version, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> or like fish or cut bait yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? 
Um, so yeah, I leaned over and said that to Kylie at one point. She giggled. So is that when you dropped your mug? No, I didn't drop my phone. I like knocked my phone off the table. You guys don't know (laughs) what a warrior I was to absolutely fight through Megan dropping her phone on the concrete floor with it's only her and Kylie in the like 400 person auditorium seating area. Them two in the center of the room. Megan drops her phone. They both start giggling. Okay, because laughing so loud. Went to grab my phone and I like lost it and it started to fall and I went to like try and grab it again, but I ended up hitting it instead. And so it like flew further away and then I giggled a lot. They were dying and I'm up there trying to piece together (laughs) coherent thoughts of wisdom, pearls of wisdom for these people. Uh, Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, good stuff. Um, Anything else? Um, the other thing I was like part of, I think it was one of the Kierkegaard quotes, um, to quietly make a decision. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. Yeah, not to make a loud one, but to just yeah. quietly for yourself. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And like, I think in terms of faith and that, like you can be on the fence for a while, but at some point you got to choose. Yeah. Um, and, and it isn't always this like big splashy thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's just quietly choosing yeah, sometimes we think that in, because right? we're so we know ourselves and if we make a public statement, we're less likely to go back on True, it. True, yeah. And so it's like I'm going to post that I'm, you know, eating good or working out more so that there's like some peer accountability for it. But uh, far more often the thing that actually transpires into physical change or transformational change is this I'm making a personal decision for myself and why do I need to you know, incorporate this external thing with it, you know? Um, And that, that was his, the quote was essentially, oh, if there was only one thing that keep keep us from slowly fading away from our, you know, our call from the eternal, right? Our, uh, we, we've been so drawn to something different. We, we had some sort of a, a a moment of uh, change or, or, uh, you know, a spiritual thing happened to us. And then, you know, then life just started chipping away at that. And then we can question it. Was it real? Was it this? Was it that? And the other thing, Oh, if there was only a cure for that and his cure was, yeah, there is a cure. You just decide, you just decide that this is, this was real for me in that moment. And even though I don't feel it as passionately, maybe as I did then, I'm going to choose to move forward with this and, uh, and make that commitment. And I think that's like the true, that's the true sustaining. If like in health, in fitness, in love, in faith, like, to daily, like quietly make the choice uh-huh. to like engage in your exercise or eat things that are good for you or like be loving towards the people that are in your life. Or today, like my, I don't really feel it, but I'm going to choose my faith. Right. And it's not fancy. It's not, it's not like something you're going to shout to the rooftops, but that's like continual choice yeah. is what ends up building a really strong like discipline of faith. Yep. So it's good. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to interact more with Kierkegaard's thoughts as well as this parable uh, next week. Hopefully, hopefully you can join us 10 o'clock on Sundays online via our app or eastlaketricities.com slash live. However you choose to watch and participate. We are mm-hmm. glad that you are. Make sure you're filling out connect cards so we know who's watching with us and can hear updates from your life. Uh, as well. So we decided last week that whoever opened the other person would go first in terms of our say something interesting. So we're going to transition to that now. We try and come up with something that we have found interesting 
watched, experienced, read, or whatever, and share it with you so that you can make your week even that much more interesting. <laughs> um, and this week, I came across a, uh, a an NPR article on right. speakeasy gyms. Ooh. Um, oh! <laughs> in this era of prohibition, yeah. Uh, obviously, when the uh, the Nineteenth Amendment came out with the prohibition of alcohol, yes. right? Then there's speakeasy bars, mm-hmm. and you know you don't want to talk about them, but there's always. Or was it the twentieth? Uh, I don't remember. Anyways, does, because it might be because the there's a bar Amendment. here that's called Amendment Twenty One. Yeah, but that's when they re- that's when they rescinded it, and they. So yeah, it's either nineteen or twenty. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. um, so anytime that there's a uh, not anytime, but when there's laws against something, a lot of mm-hmm. times there's a black market and that's when it kind of, kind of go in this way. And obviously yeah. there's a black market against gyms in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all of them are open. None of them are open in the tri cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so then obviously these, these things start popping up. And, and, uh, so this NPR, uh, journalist decided to go on Reddit and talk about, Hey, does anybody know about one of these things? And they're like, yeah, you sound like a cop looking, yeah. you know, <laughs> So she talked about her experience of finding one, going in uh, and seeing all these people still sweating, still touching everything, still mm-hmm. not messed up, like doing all this kind of stuff, right? And and definitely an angle to it. But how these are kind of going and and becoming a a thing. And it was interesting because even uh, around here, I've I've heard of of some of these gyms hiring a nurse to oh. um, come in and be a part of some sort of a medical thing so that they can be designated as a medical facility, which is is allowed to be open. business yeah. and open. So you can come get, I don't know, whatever. Fascinating. I, I won't name any names on, on who that is yeah. or whether you're a member there or not. I yeah. just think that uh, it was an interesting... Econ- the it was it's called secret gyms and the economics of prohibition and it was yeah. really just a when things get tight how does how do things disperse and how do they still happen under mm-hmm. the radar in this example it was just gyms mm-hmm. um, but it's never been gyms before so that that's what kind of yeah. makes it interesting uh-huh. yeah because gyms require big spaces right they do like um, how do you hide that yes exactly <laughs> it's it's a lot harder so it's it's shadowed in windows yep. it's you know mm-hmm. um, whereas usually you want to go and you know ride in front of windows or yeah. with views or do something. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so you're trying to make it work and I, I get it. I understand. Like even right now, you're, you, I haven't touched a basketball in however many months, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and, uh, if there was a speakeasy basketball gym, I would have a really hard time not saying <laughs> yes to that, that I knew about. So if you're listening to this and you're not a cop <laughs> and you know where you can get some hoops, uh, I mean, just kidding. Parks have basketball hoops, Brent. Outdoors? Yeah, 170 degree heat. <laughs> you want me to go play in that? I'll be passing out and puking on the sideline. You can wake in five up at minutes. five and it's not quite that hot. That requires waking up at five, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> All right, what do you got? What's your something um, interesting? Mine is kind of COVID related, also, actually. Um, I It's about vitamin D. Are mm. you familiar with vitamin D? Oh, I take it in a pill good, format. Good, good, good. As much as I can. And I love um, the sun. So Particularly in Washington State in the wintertime, you should be taking vitamin D supplements because vitamin D is actually a like much more effective immune um, regulatory vitamin than even vitamin C. Um, and so it is. it is also the only vitamin that our body can produce itself. And it's the closest that humans get to doing photosynthesis um, because we produce it based on UV rays, like interacting with our cell, our skin cells. Um, and then that, uh, then our body can produce vitamin D. So 
Um, in the summertime, it's not quite as crucial. If you can get like 10 to 15 minutes of sunlight on your skin, um, then you can produce a decent amount of vitamin D. But in the wintertime, it's really important to have vitamin D because most people, particularly in Washington, are actually vitamin D deficient. Um, and so I started taking vitamin D a long time ago when a friend of mine was like telling me about how it's actually a better immune support than vitamin C. Um, and it definitely, I've definitely been healthier since starting taking it, honestly. So what you're saying is it cures COVID? No, what I'm saying is... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hydroxychloroquine <laughs> and vitamin D. Got it. There are, though, some correlations, which just means like sure. you can see relationships. You don't know what's causing that relationship yet. Yeah. Um, there is some correlation between vitamin having vitamin D deficiency and having really... Um, severe cases of COVID. Mm. Um, and one of the reasons that they think this is happening is because vitamin D does two things in your immune system. One, it like activates it, helps it run correctly. But the more important part of vitamin D is that it actually has parts that shut down your immune system. So when you're immune, when you have an immune response, Sometimes your body just goes crazy if there's a lot that they need to do. Um, but those immune systems, when they start kind of getting out of control, they start attacking your own organs. Um, and vitamin D is one of the things that our body uses to like shut down our immune response when it's getting a little bit out of control. And so one of the things that's been happening with a lot of COVID patients is they will start having an overimmune response and then it will start damaging their organs and their um, organ systems. And so, um, but they've noticed that a lot of people who aren't vitamin D deficient end up not having um, that kind of a response when they're in those moments with COVID. And so um, it won't stop you from getting it. It won't stop anything else, but it might help your immune system. We'll take anything we right? can get at this point, right? But regardless of COVID, you should be right. making sure you're not vitamin D deficient all the time because it is like very important for your body. It's like really big part I of feel like how living your body in the tri-cities, you have to try really hard to be low. Not in the winter, in the winter more than most, right? But yeah. like good grief, guys. It's in the summer. 300 days of sunshine. We should get out there and mm -hmm. see that more often. Now, yeah. I will say my favorite part about vitamin D, taking vitamin D uh, pills is the size of them. They're quite small. They are incredibly small. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I bought a, I don't know, however many are in this pack at Costco. At Costco, Costco yeah. And mm -hmm. it feels like a two lifetime supply. <laughs> I, I feel like I could take these forever and, and be totally fine. Yeah. Um, and they have no flavor. They're nope. like, and they're, they're minuscule. So they're, they're, they're the easy ones to take. Yeah, they're which is great. great. If you're going to do any, like any kind of supplements, you should have a vitamin D supplement. Boom. Um, yeah. And I, there's also like research that it helps with like sad, like the seasonal affected stuff. And it just is like really, which is why good. people used to buy those mirrors that had like the natural light, right? Or the lights. Or the lights, mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. then you just like wake up and then like stick your face in front of those yeah. lights mm -hmm. for a while. It's like treating it like the sun and, yep. and mm -hmm. you increase the, that stuff. I just want you guys to know, I'm so proud of her. She did this not one, there's no notes in front of her. <laughs> this is all just off the top of her head. Yeah, well, I listen to a Radio Lab oh, podcast. Okay. Um, and so that's where most of it comes from. But also I just know, like yeah. I've been interested in vitamin D for a while and like taking it. And so I know about it too. But yeah. Love it. That's it's good stuff. How my brain works right there. Uh <laughs> Megan also crushed it in our cameo over under game this weekend. I don't know weekend. if crushed it is what I'd go well. with. 
uh, you did better than most people guessing on, on, on the uh, on the chat. If you haven't done it already, um, on yeah. Sundays at nine forty-five, we log in a little bit earlier to church. If you're yeah. interested in some games and fun, I picked all my people yesterday. And so. uh, yeah, we're doing different games each week. And mm-hmm. last week we introduced cameo over under. Guess the price of what it would cost to hire somebody to film a cameo, a B-list celebrity, C-list celebrity, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so last week Kylie picked the celebrity. Megan had to guess. This week we're flipping that. You're picking celebrities. Yep. I already picked them. And, uh, and then Kylie has to guess if they are over yeah. or under. And then you get to participate as the listener and, and vote as well. And yeah. then we get to all uh, all do that together. And so. it was a pretty, it seemed like a very easy, accessible participation. Which is what we liked. Which is yeah. good. Yeah, so, it was really yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um, other promo things for us before we shut this thing down yeah. for the day. On Sunday, driving in the car to church, um, we uh, I was in the car with the kids and uh we the, like just, just turn the radio on. We get in there and we just like you know the London immediately was like, can we just play some music? So we turn it on and it's I don't know some Jonas Brothers or something like that. And I just <laughs> I just like in the moment got I was like I just I need to like on Sundays let's for Sundays mm-hmm. at least in the mornings let's do something let's listen to something that we don't normally listen to like let's reserve this for worship side of things. Now I know that might sound like oh Brent just. Like you're the pastor, you're supposed to be doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> I get it. So uh, I went to our East Lake mm-hmm. Spotify playlist and played some stuff from that, and that was great, right? Uh, and then on Sunday night, the kids we said, "Hey, uh, we played, we had dinner, and wrestled and did some stuff." And they're like, "Can we watch a short show before bed?" And I thought, "Yes," but instead of watching what you normally watch, which is who knows what on the Disney Channel, which is terrible. Uh, we're going to watch your Sunday video from, which I knew we'd been doing and we kind of did it early on. We watched these kids videos that we post that Eric posts on our, on our Facebook page or on our website, excuse me. Uh, these are the videos that normally your kids would be watching had they shown up to East Lake on a Sunday and instead we'll show them there. And we put that on our Apple TV and watched that with them and then had some discussion afterwards and it just felt like a good sort of rhythm for things. So if your parent... Uh, or, or you're going into like, again, with this whole thing is just adjusted our rhythm. And that's what I'm feeling kind of the most for me personally. And so I'm trying to say, all right, on, uh, I need to have like on Sundays, I only do this or, or on on Sunday nights, our, our pattern is going to be with the kids, watch these, have a discussion on them, um, and then, you know, kick them off to bed or whatever like that. So, um, (laughs) So we want to be better at resourcing you with that. So yeah. on our on our app is a link to our Spotify playlist, uh, as well as we're going to be working on getting those kids' videos on there as well. Right now, they're currently on our website. They're going to get on the app fairly soon. So, um, you know, if you're looking for something, we want to help yeah. out, and that's one of the ways that we can do it. So check that Definitely. out. Uh, and then last but not least, September 13th, Worship Nights uh, back, or not back, in front of the theater mm-hmm. uh, in our parking lot out there. We just redrew some maps out there. We're working with the city of Richland to make sure this thing happens. Um, based on the correspondence that came out of the governor's office last week, we get to have 100 people outside of their cars in socially distanced areas, sitting with their families or uh, whoever you're quarantining with. Uh, and then uh, if there's anybody above 100, they can sit in their cars at, and watch from the Dairy Queen parking lot or the drive-thru <laughs> while you're getting a blizzard. Actually, we'll have a few other parking spots, but yeah. Um, yeah, so mark your calendars. We'd love to have you come out. It's our, really our first thing in like six months that yeah, we've done. That's so, so crazy. It's going to be like, oh, look it, you have a kid now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and she's walking. That's impressive, you know. Um, 
So uh, it, it, I, yep. we hope that you can make it out. We are if people. There's been a couple of people asking, is this the only one? We can't make it on the 13th because we're gone. Are we going to do another one? And we're, we're trying to work through the details on that. We cannot confirm nor deny. Um, <laughs> we're trying, but it, it is a little bit difficult because we don't own our parking lot. So that's yep. the only mm -hmm. questionable thing about that. So uh, ETA on that is hold on, hold on that. But mm -hmm. we're definitely buying the fact that we're doing it September 13th. Yep. So yep. Uh, make sure to come out. Uh, that'll do it for today's episode yeah. of Say Something Interesting. Back next week with part two, uh, recap of part two of Either Or. Join us on Sunday at 10 o'clock. Have a great week. Yes. See ya. Bye.